Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today. This is Lindsay Klein with Buy the Books, Secline.com, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. And I have an awesome guest today. Shelly Jarvis is here with Shelly Jarvis, Coach for Life. And I always love talking to the business coaches. So my understanding is that you have a bachelor's in Christian ministry and you had a lot of time overseas where you've done, I mean, a wealth of things, (laughs) but uh, started some churches, have developed a lot of nonprofit leaders. Um, You you told me you have 25 years of experience developing leaders in nonprofit ministry, which is amazing. And so that ultimately led you to start pursuing a certification in life coaching right. and starting your coaching business. That's right. That's right. And so whenever I met you, you and I had a face-to-face meeting and just, I feel like we we had some of that good like, just, chemistry. Like yes, we got, we, connected we, we right were away. connected. We and did. so, yeah. um, and I always love meeting with coaches because you guys just have like a wealth of wisdom <laughs> and knowledge. And I, I try to be a sponge and just like soak up as much <laughs> as I can. So you're one of those people that definitely, oh, I was you. just like, I felt like I walked away from the meeting with so much more than I came in with. Yes, so likewise. I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad that you came on today. Um, and so today we're talking about coaching business owners in right. s- and how to coach their people. Right. And you specifically mentioned coaching dreamers. Yes. So will you talk a little bit about that and what that means? Yeah. So um, so I want to kind of make a little distinction real quickly between okay. coaching and counseling. Okay. Because, yeah, because mo- a lot of people, when they hear coaches, they automatically put them in the in the category with counselors. Yeah. And um, I have great respect for the counselors in the world. They do amazing work. And at one point in my life, I had friends saying, you should really go into counseling because people would come and ask questions and for advice or whatever. And um, it just didn't seem to be a fit for me. Mm-hmm. Counseling tends to deal more with trauma, with people who have, you know, possibly abuse or whatever in their background. Um, the therapist has the answers for the client most of the time or the resources they need. It just it's it seemed to be more um, backward focus, mm. you know, digging into your past, et cetera. Right. Whereas coaching is actually very positive. The philosophy behind it is very positive. It's forward focused. It's helping people. <laughs> I like to joke and say it's anything, you know, it's helping people achieve their goals. Anything from I want to get my closets cleaned out and I don't know why I'm not doing that. <laughs> It's anything from that to, <laughs> to um, all the way to I've got this relational situation with my husband. We're not communicating, or it's or I want to start a new business. I want to build a new career. It's any of those kinds of things, but it always is positive and forward focused. It's helping people achieve their dreams, yeah. achieve the things that they want to do in life, and it's so rewarding for me as a coach to get to come alongside someone and support them in what they want to do with their life. And so that's so awesome. That's, yeah. And you mentioned even the, like the thing about the closets, like I could see where even something that maybe on the surface appears small, yes. that it mentally does wear on us, that's and, exactly especially right. as business owners, you know, we probably don't realize all the clutter 
in our lives and how it affects our day-to-day activities. Yes, I actually even have a little exercise that I've done with clients that's on one side. And, you know, the coaching world is all full of sharing ideas. So this was not original to me, but... Um, on one side of this sheet of paper, you have your energy drainers. And you, uh, and, and so it's that kind of stuff. Yes. Like, what are the things that are low-key draining yeah. my life? And one of those may be, I've got this closet that I need to clean out or whatever. And um, and it's just back there. It's not really on in the forefront of my mind day to day, but it's back there just niggling and pulling a little bit yeah. of my energy. You're right. And, and coaching helps kind of – you you know, maybe deal with the mindset of why am I stuck in dealing with this? Or why is it something back there that I'm not attending to? It reminds me of a book I read called Bright Line Eating. And um, the the doctor that wrote it, she talks about what willpower is, and how the day to day things that we do, even things like answering emails, when we Uh have to make that decision of do I keep this email? Do I afford it? Do I reply? Even those decisions that we make all throughout the day, yes. they're wearing actually wearing down our willpower. Yes. And I yes. thought that was really interesting. Yes. There's a lot of work in the in the coaching world, too, around this is a, another fascinating topic for another time, but um, <laughs> on decision fatigue, because it's interesting. I think I can't even remember the number. It's something like 25,000 decisions you have to make during a yes. day or whatever. It's a crazy number. And it's the reason that guys like Steve Jobs ended up wearing a black mock tech, you know, turtleneck and jeans ah. and tennis shoes. And like, that's one less thing he had yes, to decision. spend the mental energy Interesting. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and she was talking about how that's why at the end of the day, we have so much less willpower, how we right. in the morning, we get started on a good note. But by the time we've put kids to bed and yes. gotten to the end of the day, yes. we're going to the freezer for ice cream. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's right. There was a study done on that, too, about even... Um, judges and parolees and that the closer they got to the end of the day the more they denied parole because they were just you know worn out with making those decisions that's really interesting Uh so how do you as a coach specifically even with business owners how do you help them through that and getting sort of that how how do you fix that i guess is what i'm asking (laughs) yes so um one thing that i really like to work with coaches on is how do you let me think how to say this. So pretty much any employee in a, in the business world, any, any um, business owner even, is someone who has purpose. Mm-hmm. And they're walking through the world. They've got things they are interested in or whatever. There's, um, there's a guy named Matthew Kelly. He's an author, a speaker. He speaks to a lot of business owners. And his, he has a quote from a book that I read. And he had three things that he talks about with what people need. And um, those things are meaningful work, a sense they're progressing and advancing, and a belief that they're moving towards a fulfillment of their dreams. So everybody out there is a dreamer in some kind of way. And, you know, what you said about all these decisions we have, those tend to kind of eat away at the at the things that we really dream about and that we want to do, we tend to, you know, they suck the life yes. out of us so that we don't get to attend to those. So um, I've got, you know, a few little tips on yeah. how, how employees okay. can help with Let's that. Let's hear it. Okay. I am really interested in this because I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. So um, you actually posted an article the other day on LinkedIn um, by an author named Ian Daly. That was uh-huh. a great little article, I thought. 
And it was called Great Employees Don't Complain, They Walk Away. Yes. And number two on that article was to be curious. And that is a huge principle of coaching, to be curious with your people. And um, whether it's your clients, you know, for me as a coach, I'm, I'm coming to the table with my client with curiosity. I'm saying, what do they want to what do they want to gain from this session? What do they want to learn? And so a business owner can do that same thing. They can be curious and say, what does this employee need out of this work environment? And um, so there's all kinds of questions. I love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just um, hired my third employee. And when I first put my job ad up, I just kind of copied a template uh-huh. uh, for a job ad and started sort of filling in right. the blanks. Right. And about halfway through it, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't like this. Uh-huh. This is not it's me. Not you, right? And I deleted right. the whole thing and I wow. rewrote it. Okay. And I just really wrote from the heart. Uh huh. And it turned into something that absolutely did not look like a job ad whatsoever. <laughs> um, but you're it, so good at that. <laughs> you're so good at making it fun. <laughs> so, but that was one thing that I've always been passionate about is no matter what my business is, I want it to be as much about the employees and yes. the culture That's as great. it is about the service and my clients. Exactly. And yeah. so that's really what I wanted the heart of that job. Even though right. it was just a job ad, I wanted people to see what your goal is, sure. is my goal. Yes. Yes. And wherever you want to go, even if it's to own your own business, right? that's not in competition with me. Right. Let me help you achieve that. Yes. That's such a serving yes. mindset. I mean, that's such a service minded attitude to have. And if you look at companies around the world, the ones that do the best have that sort of mindset Mm -hmm. where they can say, hey, we're going to make this a great culture where we're serving our people. They're lifted up and they're ultimately, you know, they're rah-rah all about this team because they feel they they're gaining something themselves. They're benefiting from that service that you're providing and it in turn makes them want to serve. And that's really, and I'm really trying to be more concerted about that because it's not necessarily something that comes naturally to me. I am a very Mm. task oriented person. Uh uh I'm not, you know, because you have task oriented people and you have people oriented people, you know, and so I have to make a concerted effort to say, Instead of just going straight to the point with employees, you know, okay, we need to get X, Y, D done. Okay, wait, no, I need to stop. Ask them how their day is going. How is their family? You know, so it's not something that naturally I think to do, Uh but I realize the importance of it and therefore need to be concerted about doing that. Yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of us. You know, we're kind of getting our own little rut, our own little space and doing our own thing. Yes. And it's not necessarily natural. Otherwise, you know, things like the coaching world wouldn't have come to play. right <laughs> if it were natural for us all we wouldn't need coaches right. or whatever right and, um there's even some i mean i have a few little tips on even on even that Just, really Don't yeah so, I, I, I need them <laughs> so um one of the things coaching assumes when you when you're trained as a coach you're trained to be a learner not a judger mm. and of course there's all kinds of stuff in the world today about don't judge me or whatever but um but when you can come with the attitude of a learner and so um, so there's a little distinction between what learners look like and what judges look oh, like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Does so, this go into the Meyer Briggs? Is that one of the Meyer Briggs components? Um, the personality are, test? 
So yeah, that but that I think that's a little it's that's more to do with like drawing conclusions. And okay, gotcha. Think, so this isn't different. This right, is not this what is, that is. Yeah, okay. this is a little different than that. So this is where this is more like a persona, you know, the judger kind of persona tends to be blame focused and there's a win lose mindset. So kind of like what you were saying, you know, as opposed as opposed to um, to saying how can I help people, uh, the judger mindset tends to say, "What's wrong with that guy? You know, uh, how come this employee did this or whatever?" And, right. And you see that at times people don't even realize it. Yes. You know, I can do that while I'm driving down the road, like. <laughs> That person just cut me off right, or whatever, you right. know, you have that kind of mindset or whose fault is it, you know, as opposed to saying with a with a, in a learner mindset, you are solution focused, like mm. what you were saying, you want to have a win win. So you're saying, how can I serve this employee? And ultimately knowing that will benefit me, but that's not why I'm doing it. Right. I'm not doing it to benefit me. I'm doing it because I genuinely care right. about this person. And so so I ask, you know, things like. What's possible? What's possible for this employee to do? Or maybe um, maybe they have ideas that I wouldn't have. Mm. And anytime you can make those kind of assumptions, it's definitely going to be a win-win for yes. your business. And this so. is one reason why I appreciate different personality tests, mm-hmm. the DIS test and yes. the Meyer-Briggs, because yes. it helps me understand somebody else's viewpoint, right. somebody right. else's motivations, right. and how they're wired very differently yes. from me, yes. how they exactly. receive information very differently yes, from me. that's so true. That's <laughs> so, so I think true. that goes a long way from seeing it from a different perspective instead yes. of saying, why would they do that? If you understand how they're wired, yeah. you understand why they did it that way. Yes, yes, and you can say... Wow, this employee is really great at this particular thing. Yes. You know, I worked in an environment at one point where we had this guy that was phenomenal with like mechanical things. And you could just ask him any kind of question. I mean, and, and he just had this perspective on how to build stuff. Mm. How to, and, and so he was super useful in certain areas because he knew all the mechanics of how, a, you know, whatever. A, an auto yeah. part worked right, or whatever. Right, he right. knew those kinds of things. And and so he was fascinating to rely on. But anytime you can do that as a as a business owner and say, you know, people come and and this went goes to my um to my next point that people have dreams as going back to the Matthew yeah. Kelly thing. Everybody who walks in to your to your business, including you as a business owner, you had a dream when you started that business. Oh, of course. You know, yes. you knew you wanted a stable lifestyle for your family. And, um, and that's true of, of employees at well. And, and I think sometimes as business owners or as managers, even we tend to assume um, people just want to make more money. That's mm. a common assumption, I think, mm. with business owners and managers that if if this person could just make an extra dollar or two an hour, that's not what everyone's dream is. You're right. There are so many people out there. I've worked with folks who they just wanted to know, especially in the days of Corona now, they just wanted to know they were going to get to come to work every day. And what mattered to them was a stable environment. Safety. Yes, safety. That's exactly right. And that goes back to the personality stuff, too. Yes, yes. That not everybody is in it for the next dollar. Some people want to know, hey, my ideas are valued here. Mm. 
And that that's, is so true. That they just wanted they wanted to have value because maybe they grew up in a family where they were the middle kid and they were overlooked mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it matters a lot more to them to have to just be valued for yes. their their ideas or their perspective. Yes, that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that not only with my own employees or children or right, clients' right. employees that some people are motivated by money. They they are in, you know, you get yeah, some kind, yeah. of kind of bonus yes. or incentive yes. and they're motivated. Yeah, and they're, that um, and sometimes, trigger, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's recognition. Uh-huh. Yes. In fact, it yes, reminds me, exactly. I used to wait tables and the restaurant I worked at, it was so simple, but they had a marker board in the kitchen and they would put the top sellers for the week. Oh, wow. And there was me and one other guy. We were highly competitive. And Aww, just the fact awesome. that we could get our name on that board, yes, that was all it took. Yes, yes, we got exactly. nothing except our name on the board. <laughs> but, but that's that all it, you that know, so sometimes it's, it's that just that competitiveness, yes, you know, so exactly. it's, it, you know, different people are wired differently. Right. That's you know? so true. And there was other that's people so on the wait staff. They couldn't care less if their name was on that board. Yes, <laughs> yes that's exactly right. Yes. I've got a son who you know, for him getting, having the incentives of those monetary bonuses, he's in sales. And so that makes a big difference for him. If he can, you know, if he can get that next bonus or whatever, that matters a lot to him. But I've got a daughter who is more about the recognition. If somebody says to her, hey, what Leah Jarvis did today was really meaningful. And, um, and she served our organization then I mean she just that would mean me, so much more yes, to her. Yeah, yeah, she's in a sorority and just got a tiny little scholarship toward her graduate work that she's about to do. And but the sorority when they presented and and the scholarship was it was big to her, but it was small monetarily compared to what she needs. But um, but it was the recognition factor. Yes, they they when they introduced this scholarship, they talked about all the ways that she had served. Their little sorority. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And a little shout out to my daughter there. (laughs) (laughs) And my son, you know, like I said, I mean, he's a top selling guy at his at his company because those dollars matter to him. And so every time they put the carrot out there, he's he's out there going (laughs) for it and he and he's doing it, you know. Yeah. But it, it just it just it's all about whose personality is what and not making those assumptions that everybody's just here for the bottom mm-hmm. dollar because they're not. Well, and it goes back to that curiosity, finding yes. out what makes people yes, tick. Exactly. What, what is what it that motivates that employee? Right. What would make them feel valuable? What right. would make them feel safe? Yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. And what it is for one employee or one child, if you're putting it into a, a parent yeah, perspective, exactly. is not going to be the same for another. For another. Yeah. Yeah, so if you can come to the workspace with those with the shift in that mindset. Um I like to tell this little story from <laughs> my young days um and this is actually on my website too I think as an intro but um when I was about 10 years old my family took a trip with our church to we went to Raton New Mexico and then we went over the border into Colorado. Well, as a young little Texan, I'd never been to the mountains and um and so of course as a as a small child you know in elementary school you're draw draw a picture of a mountain okay and so <laughs> you know you draw with the little points right, and everything right. and and so in my 10 year old head my picture of the mountains was they were pointed yeah and, and so and they look pointed you know 
So we go and we, and we're, you know, they tell us we're going to climb this mountain. And so our whole little church group goes into Colorado and we, and I'm so excited. We're going to climb this mountain. So I, I climb up the mountain and we get to the top and there's no, I'm picturing, you know, before I get there that I'm going to stand on tiptoe on the point (laughs) of the top of this mountain, you know, that's my picture in my head. And so we get there and there's nothing like that. Uh. It's just like. It's all just not flat, but it's, yeah. you know, just kind of rounded yeah. and like the tip of a mountain would be or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, this is not what I thought it would be at all. <laughs> it's not at all what I thought it would look like, but it was beautiful. Mm. And I got to see, you know, just this huge valley nice. and, and see a whole different perspective. And so I had to shift my own thinking about what a mountain really was. Yeah, and and, and that's the same for a lot of us as business owners and yes. managers. We yes. have to shift. What do I think this employee is or who do I think yeah. they are? I have to be able to say, wow, they have maybe different priorities or different desires or different dreams than I thought they did. And, and when I can do that for them... It's also possible they see that in me. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you follow Simon Sinek? I know who, he's a major thought he, leader. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's, I, he's I absolutely I... love his stuff, but uh-huh. he put out um, a video the other day on LinkedIn where he talked about how people, your employees, if you really demonstrate to them that you care about them mm-hmm. and you care about them more than the bottom line. Yes. They're going to give you blood, sweat. And tears. Yes. That's so and true. I that's loved so it. True. I mean, he's so eloquent, so he says it way better than I do. Uh-huh. But I mean, his video, like I was fired up after right, watching right. that. It, it motivated me so much that yes. I really need to make sure I'm letting my employees know on a daily basis, I care about you, right? you right. personally, yes, and what happens to you. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that is so important. Yes, and there's actually, so one of the people I follow <clears throat> is a lady named Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she oh, yeah. does, Familiar. oh my goodness, I'm so fascinated by the... Um, the area of neurobiology yes. and neurology and she's, is fascinating. She's very brilliant. Yes, she is. She's brilliant. She does clinical trials and shout out to Caroline Lee. But, um, I've read <laughs> Maybe several I can get her on my books. podcast right, one right. day. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm wanting to get her on mine. Like, when I get one started, that'd be awesome. So, But she does all this work on... Um, on building a healthy brain. Mm. So there were studies done, just to summarize a little bit, there were studies done up until really, I think like 10 or 15 years ago, that assumed the brain kind of like you reached a certain point, 18 or 21 years old or so, you know, once once you got to adult age, your brain stopped growing and changing and that you were just stuck with whatever the shape your brain Mm. was in, you were stuck there. Well, she's done all this research and work and figured out that your brain, she's one of the people um, that has figured out your brain never stops growing. You can always make your brain healthier. Nice. But that comes from having, um, so I don't know if you remember a few years back, remember eHarmony? Yes. Oh, yeah. Neuroplasticity. That's what that has to do with. Interesting. Your brain is always growing and changing and developing and you can make it healthier or you can kill off cells. Mm. And um, there are 
she calls them thought trees, I think it is. But the more that you can spend time building positive thoughts and showing love towards, demonstrating love towards people and care for them and serving them, that's actually making your brain healthier. There's mm. real neurological science behind that's that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, and again, back to the business world, if you're serving your employees, you know, that little rush of adrenaline you get when you know, wow, I've made someone's day. Yes. I mean, I've made them happier or they've worked better today. Mm-hmm. And then in turn, that does that for them. So you're healthy. Helping to create healthier employees physically, yes. neurologically, emotionally, and also that in turn is going to benefit your business in the long yes. run. Yes. So that's so good. I yeah. love that. Yeah. It's fascinating work. So. That, yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And that yeah. definitely speaks to my passion and goal for uh-huh. my own company. Yeah. So yeah. you got you me fired up again. <laughs> Well, good. Yes. So tell people how they can find you. I know you have a website. Yes. Any any other contact information that you can share? Yeah, you can find me at ShellyJarvis.com. Okay. And you can email me at hello at ShellyJarvis.com. Now spell your name because there's about a thousand ways to spell Shelly. that's right. That's so good that you mentioned that. I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yes. It's S-H-E-L-L-I. My mother had to help make it unique of and course so, and then of course jarvis is j-a-r-v-i-s so okay shellyjarvis.com awesome. or hello at shellyjarvis.com okay yeah. awesome well yeah. thank you so much for joining me today this yeah, has been it's great been fun. i it's, love it every I time i talk to you i feel Lindsay. enriched yeah likewise <laughs> it's so fun to work with you so and thank you so much to all viewers and listeners out there this is Lindsay klein with sacline honest accurate bookkeeping performed on time and you can find me at sacline.com S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com. And my email address is info at sacline.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time. Bye-bye. By the Books is presented by Secline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Secline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit secline.com or email info at secline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.